Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the premiere presentation of the Healthy Harrison podcast. We're glad to have you along this afternoon. I'd like to introduce my uh, co-host for our program, which will be a weekly program, uh, Amy Haberbosch-Wilson. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. I'm going to bounce around on the screen while <laughs> I locate uh, the proper uh, person. Healthy Harrison, uh, briefly, we'll get into more of it as the show goes on. Healthy Harrison is a local county organization uh, with a mission to uh, encourage people to adopt healthier lifestyles, whether that involves better nutrition, working out, exercise, recreation, uh, learning how to relax better. We want people to live longer lives, healthier lives, happier lives. So we've got teams throughout the county in various communities that are, are gonna be signing people up and help you do just that. Um, I wanna introduce two, our two guests uh, for today, and, and I'll give you a little bit longer introduction later as we get further into the show, but I'd like to introduce from uh, Healthy Bridgeport, one of our community teams, uh, Abby, uh, Abby Weigel is with us. Abby, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. For thank you for all you guys are doing. You jump started big time, and uh, uh, we're happy to see that. And uh, her partner uh, in Healthy Bridgeport's program is Krista Arnold. Krista, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. And again, thanks for what you and Abby are doing to, to make this successful uh, in Bridgeport. And we already know behind the scenes that uh, you all will be uh, working in some fashion with some of the other community teams as we start to uh, uh, take your program or elements thereof into uh, Northview and Stonewood and Shinston and some Nutter Fort, some of the other communities. Uh, so by way of uh, introduction, I want people to know that uh, every week, again, this is our premiere show. We welcome those of you watching on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we, uh, we also will encourage you to submit comments. You should be able to do that at the bottom of your uh, screen. A little bit about the, the Healthy Harrison podcast. Uh, every week at this time, we'll be drawing attention to uh, individuals, team members, from our communities who are focused on the mission of Healthy Harrison. Uh, these individuals are already engaged in programs in their local communities. And one of the things we wanna do is find out exactly what they've done in their neighborhoods to engage the local community. And we'll find out what uh, levels of success they've had, the numbers of people they've, uh, they've already signed up, the numbers of people that they'd like to sign up uh, to be a part of this. And so far, frankly, uh, we know that uh, we've been quite successful. Um, our goal, again, is to change people's lives and ultimately uh, change our community, change our state, which is one of our little branding uh, messages. Change our state, change your state, and ultimately change our state. Make West Virginia healthier. Most of you have probably read before that uh, West Virginia is near the bottom of the pile when it comes to the health of its citizens. But we can change that. We know we can, and, and we can do it one neighborhood at a time, one street at a time. And that's what we'll uh, hope to do. We're streaming uh, live on, on Facebook through the uh, Healthy Harrison page. Um, uh, we've got uh, statewide distribution. 
uh, through our media partner, West Virginia News. Uh, Healthy Harrison, uh, in a more formal way, is a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, you can learn more about our mission by uh, going to uh, healthyharrison.org uh, on the web, or we also have a Facebook page and you can go to it and like our Facebook page if you're not already there and haven't already done so. The Healthy Harrison podcast is brought to you by WVU uh, Medicine, United Hospital Center, uh, West Virginia University, The State Journal, WestVirginianews.com, and Interaction Media. Okay, so now all of that out of the way, we'll get back to our guests and I can dispense with my uh, little notes there. Um, Abby and Krista, we're glad to have you along. Um, uh, I, I want people to know that we started with the, the two of you because uh, the two of you and your full team were the winners of Healthy Harrison's Health Games, which was a contest to uh, invite communities to uh, design their own programs, uh, design a, a system that could be taken into the community to sign people up and and commit them to adopting some of the, uh, the, the lifestyle changes that you all are going to suggest and are already suggesting. Um, so let's, uh, let's start at that point. Uh, there are probably a few people, uh, Abby, that maybe were not familiar with the health games, mm -hmm. uh, which turned out to be very successful, very rewarding for Healthy, uh, healthy Bridgeport. Uh, yes. Because there was a monetary gift of yes. what about fifty thousand dollars, I think it was. To yes. and you can explain to us as we go forward how uh, how those dollars would be used. But um, uh, let our viewers, listeners, know how Healthy Bridgeport came to be as a part of the Health Games competition. Yeah, so um, I got a phone call one day from an unknown number, and John Paul Nardelli was on the other end. Um, he quickly introduced him, himself um, as the director of Healthy Harrison, and I am, I'm recently, you know, I'm, I'm still new to the area, just moved um, from Pittsburgh a few years ago, so I, I really had never heard of Healthy Harrison, but um, I guess he had heard my name from several people that, um, that health was a passion of mine, and so he... Um, pitched this idea of getting a team together for Bridgeport um, to participate in the health games. And um, it was a no brainer. It was, I, I love helping others get healthy um, and happier through, you know, through a healthier lifestyle. So I said, sure. And so um, I called up the, the people that I knew also had a passion for, for health and wellness and they jumped right in and we never really looked back. Um, we, we started from there and it's, it's been fun. Uh, Krista, uh, give us an idea of how you brought your team together, because all of the, the community teams that competed in the health games uh, had to form a, uh, an organization quickly, frankly, uh, pretty quickly, and, and then get that organization or team of volunteers that you recruited to design a game plan, no simple task, as to how you were going to take a uh, health improvement plan into the Bridgeport neighborhoods? Well, I think it just kind of started out. Abby called me one day 
um, started asking me some questions and it just sounded really interesting. So she kind of, I think, pulled all these people together and she really is a leader in the wellness community. So I think, um, you know, she's been a fitness instructor and she always has great attendance for her classes. So I think when she started reaching out to people um, that she knew they wanted to do it because Abby was behind it and they wanted to do it because they love the local community and wanted to get them healthy. And um, my background is um, I spent 10 years working for um, as a proposal manager for um, a government consulting company. So I was, I mean, not on the health and wellness side, but basically my job for 10 years of my life was to put together presentations and proposals to try to convince people to pick us. So I think that's yeah. where I helped. You have a marketing background. So yeah. you were able to jump right in as to how we're going to present our uh, program our campaign to the the, the team that we had uh, designed to to actually vote on what the winning community would be. Yes, yeah. Abby? and all the presentations were great. Um, what do you all think that Amy, rather set you aside from the the rest? Um, they were they were all great. I loved reading all their all the presentations and seeing all the different ideas, and I think it's going to be really fun to see all of their ideas come um full circle and in, in, in their communities but i think um probably our app and the idea that we were putting health into people's hands kind of set us apart um and krista's marketing you know i always tell people krista could sell you anything um but you know our team would spit ideas and it would be a brainstorm of thing and somehow krista made sense of it and she was able to portray that to you guys too and, and make you guys see the whole picture um, but I do think that our app set us aside and, and just the ability to reach people where they are um, because COVID presented a lot of, a lot of right. difficulties. And so if we were able to get in, into their home and, and where they were instead of you know, in a group setting, then I think that, that helped. That's great. No, I actually have the app. I think it's wonderful. Um, awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about it right now? Yeah. So um, my first idea when John Paul um, reached out to me was an app. And of course, that sounded insane to so many people. Um, but and and I can't even tell you. I I held my first team meeting, and we and I was like, you know, we're, everybody's going to have all these ideas. Throw them out there. You know, we'll try to make sense of it. And I had I said, I'm just going to tell you my idea. It's a big idea. It's an app. You know, and everybody's like, Abby, what do you know about making an app? I don't know the first thing. Well, we just somehow had somebody on the call. Um, um, blessings that create um, apps. And so they were able to help us. They're on our team. They're amazing. They own West Virginia Fitness. Um, and so that is how the app came to be. But um, the app is really, my idea was, it started with an idea of if we went, if I went to City Park with my kids and they were having softball practice and I wanted to do something healthy, but maybe I had never, I, I don't know what health is, right? I don't know what the right thing to do is. I could take out my phone and scan you know, QR code that's at City Park, and it would give me a workout idea. It would tell me if I walked two laps around City Park, I walked a mile and a half. Or maybe, you know, if you're with your kids, do 20 jumping jacks or, you know, just different different ideas to get moving. And so that was my first idea is if we could check in, if different people could check in it throughout Bridgeport and show that they're getting healthier, or get, you know, if we could help them where they are, you know, if they're 
waiting for their car to get done, you know, just different ideas. Or if they go to Oliverio's and they want to know what the healthiest choice is, they could scan the QR code wherever they are. We were, we're going to help them get healthier. So that was my first idea with the app. But now it's grown into there's workouts, there's recipes, there's meal plans, there's mindful tips, there's yoga. Um, we're, and, and we have so many more ideas coming down, down the, um, the path that we hope we can make work too. Abby, the, in my mind, I mean, we can have all the contests and activities and apps that, you know, a good solid team can creatively come up with. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest challenges of getting people to adopt a healthier lifestyle is, is getting them to be able to step off the edge of that pool. This time of the year, that pool water is cold. Yes. And, and no one wants to, to make that jump. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's very much that way about adopting a personal, healthier lifestyle. That, that to me, is a key. And you have personal experience. How, how, how do you get people to jump into that cold water? Yeah, well, first you have to meet them. You know, you have to meet them at the edge of that pool. You have to meet them at their rock bottom. And you have to, you have to realize that that's where they are. And so um, I've been there. I've hit rock bottom. And we all have our reasons of wanting to jump in the pool. We all have our reasons of wanting to climb up. Um, and so it's, it's really being empathetic with them and, and realizing that that's where they are. Um, and then motivation, right? We all are motivated by different things. And so when Krista and I were talking about, we can have the best app, we can have the best plan, but still, if nobody wants to do it, if nobody takes the first step, and what, what's more motivating in, in these times than money? You know, so biggest loser, prize money. Um, but it's also making that first step easy. You know, and, and that's what, when you said one, one town at a time, one street at a time, we've been coaching our biggest loser participants. We're not even taking this one day at a time, guys. We're taking this one hour at a time. What can you do in this hour that's going to make, you know, you're a little closer to success? Can you make yeah. a choice? Can you, can you walk, you know, a thousand steps this hour? Um, and, and we're just trying to change their lives one hour at a time and meet them so it's not as scary to jump into that pool. Tiny steps. John Paul continues to tell us it's it's yes. tiny steps, just making little movements, a little bit at a time. They all add up. Because that big pool can seem scary when you think of you know losing a hundred, having to lose one hundred and fifty pounds. Um, but if you focus on the first half a pound, it doesn't seem as scary. Right. Your toe. The old what's the old sales uh, uh, slogan or question? How how do you eat an elephant and and yes, heard it before. You know, one bite at a time, and that's yes. that's what you're and it's true. Yeah. yeah, Amy. Oh. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Did I'm you sorry, mean Abby or? Refer to you. Oh, okay, no. Um, I, actually, I want to. Do you want to go? Now might be a good time to talk about the two of them a little bit of your background. I know you've both mentioned a little bit of where you've come from. Um, born from Ohio, born and raised here, but I'd like to hear a little bit more. Yeah, so I was born in Canton, Ohio. Um, I attended Capital University um, in Columbus, Ohio, and then I went on to get my master's at the University of Pittsburgh, which I know everybody's probably booing here <laughs> in this in these okay. parts. Um, then my husband and I do that before we invited you. And, and live do that before we invited you. Yes, <laughs> I know. I think I kept that out of my resume for. Oh, okay. Um. But we um, lived in Pittsburgh for 12 years and then we moved here because my husband's job and um, 
you know, I'll be honest, I was like, we're moving to, to West Virginia. But I happen to know one person that lived in Bridgeport, West Virginia, and she's on the screen with me. Um, and mm-hmm. so that I, I am, and I will never move. I love this place. Um, I, it feels like home. I can get why everybody loves this state. Um, but yeah, so after, um, after I had my kids, I had gained, um, I weighed close to 300 pounds. And when you have kids and you realize that you can't properly take care of them because of your health and because of your weight, um, that was my rock bottom. And so I started one step at a time. Um, I always tell the story that I got up at 4 a.m. to run in the dark so nobody could see me struggle, you know, because those first steps are hard and you don't want anybody to see you. Um, and so I just got up every morning and took it, you know, I'd run one house further and then I'd walk and then the next time I'd try to get to the other house. And um, it, re- it took me about a year and I lost over 100 pounds and I found my passion for, for running and eating healthy. And um, I never knew that that existed in me. Um, Before that, I'd always been an athlete. And so working out was just something that I did because I, that's what I was told to do. And that's what I did. But then after sports stopped in college, you know, the weight creeps on. So um, it really is my passion now um, to help, to help everybody, especially women, um, live healthier and happier lives because nobody deserves to, to hate themselves. Nobody deserves to, to hate what they see in the mirror and um, everybody deserves a happier life. So um, I went back to school to become a holistic health coach to, to help those people. And so that's my passion now. And I, I love everything to do with health and wellness, not just running, not just teaching classes. Um, I could talk for hours about it. Hey, I, 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 think it. I read it and, and I, I want to come back to Krista in a second, but um, I think I read in your background information, and you can correct me in mm-hmm. pronouncing it, but you do P, PU or PO? PIO. PIO. The combination yes. of Pilates and yoga? Yes, it is. Tell us about what, give us just a, like a brief idea of what that is. Yeah, so I actually got certified in PIO because of my love for running. Because um, if you know anything about runners, all they do is run, right? And then they get all these tight muscles and, and we get injured. And so my, my dream was to teach Pio to teach these, you know, yoga and Pilates and stretching exercises to runners like post races and pre races and or you know when they have long group runs, um, running groups. I could go to these groups and and teach that. But it's really important. Flexibility and you know mobility is so important for everybody at any stage of their life. And so that's what led me to Pio. Um, and it's it's big. It was big for me to get to get certified in that because I don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like everything opposite of. of hey, hey, Krista, you an active? What's that? Yeah, Krista, were you an active person before you got involved with Healthy Bridgeport? So um, I had kind of um, always semi like watched what I ate and kind of was able to just manage my weight with that. I was very active in high school and then, you know, went to college, went to WVU, graduated, and then just always maintained my weight and went through the period of having children. And then after um, my last child was born, I was just, you know, you get out of your twenties and things aren't the same anymore and you've had your children and I'm like okay I've got it she was born in November so then like January 1st rolled around and you're just kind of like that six week time frame you can like get back to doing whatever you want and I'm like okay it's time I've got to work out so 
the whole couch to 5k thing was really popular then I had never run a mile in my life but started doing that and started running um and then just became active from there um ran some races ran a few half marathons nowhere near the level that Abby was um from a running standpoint but really got in shape and just adopted that um lifestyle so for the last nine years I've really just worked out a lot I've taken a lot of Abby's classes a lot of different classes work out on my own at home um and that's really what what's helped when just the nutrition won't work anymore and you've got to add something else in there so let's transition back to healthy uh Bridgeport's campaign and what they're doing in their community uh, I know you've had early success in uh, signing people up for some of the different competitions and or programs. Uh, give us a little bit of a demographic breakdown. Who are you having success with? Old people, young people, all people, men, women? Give us a little picture of who we're talking about. Yeah, so we signed up over 100 people for our Biggest Loser competition and our 10% takedown. So we gave people the option to sign up for either. That 10% takedown is for the people who might not have a lot of weight to lose, but they have, you know, some to lose. And so we wanted them to be a part of our um, our competition too. And so um, of those 131 people, um, I would say we have everybody from the age of 20 to 75. And we've seen success in, in everywhere in between. Um, I think we have over 10 people that we've heard of, you know, I'm sure there are people behind the scenes that aren't sharing their successes as well, but over 10 people have lost over 45 pounds. So I think that's, oh, that's super great since, since January. Um, and so I think it's going to be really exciting in May to see all of their transformations. How are you tracking those? Um, you you know, those right now, it's just people sharing, but in May, um, actually the, the first week of June, we're going to start weighing them in. Um, they completed a body scan at Enliven for the Biggest Loser competition in that um, it gives you a 3D, you know, kind of picture of your body, tells you all about what's going on in your, you know, your health, um, a lot more than just the scale. And so they're going to have their another scan in June to compare that. But right now, it's just them sharing their successes. Um, my favorite success so far is we have a grandmother who... Um, was never able to walk up the hill to her grand, her grandkids' house, but this Easter she was able to walk up and she was able to help with dinner and she was able to play with them. And I mean, that right there just makes all of it worth it. So. Right. Hey, hey Krista, the, I would think the pandemic has been a double-edged sword for many of us. On the one hand, by default, we had to spend a lot more time indoors in our homes and in a sense, it probably gave us a window of opportunity to focus more on our person if we really wanted uh, to do that. Uh, on the other hand, the flip side is that by being indoors, not being able to go out and do some of the things we used to do, not having quite as busy a lifestyle, uh, a lot of people tended to eat more, drink more, and uh, develop uh, habits that uh, that are certainly not conducive to doing what we're trying to promote. Have, have you seen a little bit of that? What kind of in, impact do you think the pandemic has had? 
Well, I definitely think it's had a huge impact on people. I mean, even me personally, I, you know, back last March and April, um, my husband was home from work, which I wasn't used to. My kids were home and we were like making brunch on a Tuesday. I mean, it, it really did have an impact on people, but I think the timing of this has been really great because we submitted our proposals um, and found out we won in October. We really worked behind the scenes a lot in November and December and kicked things off in January. So with numbers coming down um, from a COVID standpoint, people having the opportunity to get vaccinated. And I think um, people are, are ready to make a life change. They, they see what an, a horrible impact COVID has had and they want to transform their lives and be healthy in every way and take advantage. I mean, COVID has taught us that life is very, very short and they want to really um, live their lives to the fullest. So I just think the timing coming off of COVID has probably made a lot of our competition participants um, that much more motivated to, to get healthy. Which is great. We love seeing the numbers, um, everybody involved. How do you see this long term, either one of you? I think part of um, the competition itself was sort of designed to be um, like a short term term, like five month thing. Um, so we could really have a measurable impact, because I think that that was another thing that was really important is we can put the app out there or we can do something, but we need to see measurable results to see what really works. So I think that this competition is gonna help from a short-term standpoint. Um, from the long-term standpoint, I think that's really where the app comes in because while this whole project was intended to be short-term, like a six-month thing, um, they, I think that Healthy Harrison wants to see kind of what works, what doesn't work. And I think the app is gonna be one of those things that we can keep using beyond that six months if Healthy Harrison wants to, because we can constantly add new content to it. Um, like Abby said, there are so many more ideas that we um, just haven't had a chance to implement yet because we've been you know, working on what we have so far, but you can constantly add new workouts to the app, the QR codes, bringing that um, to fruition. And just, there are so many different things that can just grow and grow and grow. And the best thing is we can take it beyond Bridgeport. I mean, right now, anybody can download the app anywhere. We really market it towards our community because we're all new to this. And, you know, we want to start small, start locally, but really anybody in Harrison County and beyond can download it and it could be marketed as far and wide um, as, as Healthy Harrison wants to take it and just really touch a lot of people, which I think is part of the goal is to impact as many people as we possibly can. And, and that could go for years to come. Absolutely, I'm glad you mentioned that, that everyone has the ability to, to download it, use it. It's great, a lot of information on it. Um, Companies, businesses, same thing. It's awareness. It's just getting it out there, changing our numbers. Yeah, and if we can, if we can plant the seed, and 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 a few of these people, they're going to then, you know, plant the seed for for the people that yes. know, and they're going to teach them what they've learned, and and we're making parents healthier, which is in turn going to make their kids healthier. 
Um, and so hopefully we keep impacting families for, for years to come. Yes, tiny steps. Let, let me take a moment um, to uh, again, remind folks of our uh, sponsors and thank our sponsors of the Healthy Harrison podcast, WVU Medicine United Hospital Center, West Virginia University, the State Journal, WVUnews.com, and Interaction Media. We couldn't do this without their help, and we will be doing it on a weekly basis. Uh, so uh, uh, we hope we're able to help a lot of people. And speaking of that, um, golly, developing right habits, correct habits at an early age is critical. Mm -hmm. I, I liked the, the idea. I just read a little blur about kids in the kitchen. Can you explain that, Abby? Yeah, so um, any of you who have kids know that our kids are really into YouTube. You know, they're watching all these YouTubers. And so um, we thought, how, would, how cool would it be if we made our kids YouTubers, you know, if we made them their own channel? And so we thought of, you know, Healthy Bridgeport Kids in the Kitchen YouTube channel. And so we're giving our kids in our community the chance to make their own cooking videos and be, be YouTube stars. Um, and so we're challenging them to, to film a video of them making their favorite healthy snack or their favorite healthy dinner or, or just some healthier tips that they have that they try to, to use to stay healthy in their family. And so um, we thought that would be super cool to make them YouTube stars and healthier at the same time. And, and people find that how? Where do they go? Um, they, yes, so we are accepting videos. Um, they, they email it to the healthybridgeports at gmail.com and then we upload it to, we will upload it to our um, Healthy Bridgeport Kids cooking YouTube channel. So yes, it is on our, it is on our Healthy Bridgeport Facebook page. Oh, okay, great, great. Yeah. Uh, what, Krista, tell me about numbers, raw numbers, if you have that data uh, and your, thoughts about how quickly you were able to ramp up with the numbers of people that have now engaged with uh, Healthy Bridgeport? Um, so for our Facebook page, um, we are just at the cusp of a thousand followers on our Facebook page, um, which is kind of fun to the fundamental um, place where they can go to just get information. If we have app updates, they can see it there. Um, when we release new blog posts or recipes, they can see it there. Of course, if they're app users, um, they'll get updates on the app directly as well, but just um, updates to the competition, things like that, they can all find on our Facebook page. So that's where, um, that's kind of um, what we're using as a measurement of how many people we're reaching. So uh, we would love to hit a thousand um, likes and maybe we could get there today after this podcast. So if everybody wants to go check out um, Healthy Bridgeport on Facebook and give us a like, that would be great. And we might even do um, some kind of little fun giveaway when we hit a thousand people, so. What's... what's Go ahead. I'm sorry, Abby. Go ahead. I said we love giveaways. <laughs> what's what's healthy faces? So, um, I, if you are if you follow Connect Bridgeport, Connect Bridgeport has a city face every week, and so that's kind of where I got the idea. Um, and in my coaching, I always remind people nobody's nobody's body is the same, nobody's journey is the same. You know, there's not one cookie cutter way of health, right? 
health is, is so many different areas and ways. So um, I thought it would be cool to feature a healthy face. And so people could see how different people's journeys are and how the different ways of staying healthy are in our community. So, you know, we feature people that ride their bikes around town or people that are runners or people that go to group group classes or people that walk around the lakes and um, people that love to cook or people that love to eat out at, in different healthy, you know, establishments. So it was really just a way to, to bring um, light to the different areas and ways to get healthy here in, in our community. Who, uh, who else in the, in the community from a leadership standpoint has helped your campaign become successful? Um, we have, we have a great community. Um, from the minute that we found out about this, you know, our city council has always been right behind us. Um, people that are in charge, you know, of, of our new rec complex, um, they've all been supportive. And our team leaders, we have amazing team leaders. Christy Good is our um, nutrition leader, and she has a passion for helping others, you know, learn about whole foods and eating right. Um, Ashley and Clint Aragona, who own West Virginia Fitness, they're in charge of our move portion. And so they're always adding new content to our to our um, app with workouts and um, Joshua and Desiree Sowards of Simpson Creek Baptist Church are, are helping us in the mind department. Um, they're great at putting out devotionals and just tips for a healthy mind. And so we really are blessed with um, a lot of supportive people and a lot of um, healthy, healthy you, awareness individuals. You, you just briefly mentioned it and maybe you can expand a little bit more. The bridge couldn't have come along at a better time. Yes. Yes, we are very excited as a community about the bridge opening. Um, Chris and I have got to meet with them and work with them on, you know, some upcoming ideas and, and, and how to, you know, use their complex to help our community members. And so I, it's been a really good, good partnership so far, and we're excited to see it, see it open. Krista, the um, healthy Bridgeport effort has been so successful. And we mentioned that you were, uh, your team was the, the winner of the healthy or the health games competition. Uh, have you all yet engaged or shared ideas or intend to share ideas with the North Hughes, downtown Clarksburg, Shinston's, Nutter Forts, and let them benefit from some of your early successes? Yes, yeah, so absolutely. John Paul um, reached out and asked us. Um, some of the communities have their own very specific plan in mind that they wanted to implement and they've moved forward with that. And I think they're all having great success with that. And then some of them said, well, hey, you know, we like this idea from Bridgeport. Do you think they would be willing to help? And we said, absolutely. You know, um, we we love the Bridgeport community, but we love Harrison County and we want to help as many people as possible. So we've um, been working to help Nutter Fort with their own weight loss competition and to really share and push the app with them. Um, and then we're going to be in the next month or so helping Shinston with some things too. We're meeting with them and um, their communities and their leadership there to really not just say, okay, here it is, go do it, but to say what works for your community, you know, um, we're, there's a lot of similarities, but there are some differences. And if you think 
yeah, let's take this 80%, but let's tailor this 20%. We're just there to help them do that so it can be as successful as possible and we can touch as many people and help as many people as possible get healthy, so. That's great, it's all about support. I love how you two support each other. Um, and that's the key. I think everybody following this program long-term is supporting. Do you have um, an outreach or support system through the app or through Team Bridgeport? I think it's sometimes it's hard to fall off the wagon and they get frustrated. I know there's some inspirational quotes. There's some mind body yes. things that to follow videos, but as far as just once COVID is, you know, we get through this, yes. the support system that they need. It's definitely in, you know, on our radar when, when COVID lifts and what things we could do to bring the community together. Cause right now we're trying to change them where they are, but we do eventually want to come together and, and have those, there's places for them to come and, and whether it's workout or, you know, get counseling or just be a community. Um, we definitely have those, those ideas on the radar. Um, That's good. The so sometimes the, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, say one of the things through. that we have done is um, for our biggest loser and 10% takedown challenges, um, challengers, we, I don't even, this wasn't really even in our original plan, but somehow we came up with this idea, I think, as we went on and we made a private Facebook group for those people. And when you do something like that, you just never know how much people are going to engage. Are they just going to go to our regular Facebook page? But this group has been so awesome. They are encouraging each other. They are posting about their successes. They're asking questions. Um, that group has been um, a true game changer. And I think what's helped a lot of the competitors to stay strong and to keep moving forward um, because they're not alone. I mean, it's not face-to-face, -face, but they are in this group. And I think they feel support from people like Abby and Christy and myself, as well as the people that they're competing with. Um, the support in that group is awesome. So being able to provide that at an app level or an in-person level um, later, I think would be a wonderful thing too. That's great. Great to hear. I know We're New Year's resolutions, year everybody has one. You get excited after the first of the year and, mm -hmm. and you kind of lose momentum and you really need that support, that buddy system after a while. Mm -hmm. We're getting near a concluding point uh, and, and we want to thank folks that have joined us, but uh, be before we depart, uh, I surely want to reiterate uh, what people can do, what should they do, where do they go if they have inched their way to up to that edge of the cold swimming pool and are ready to make the jump, Abby, how do, how do, what, what do we do? Yeah, so they are free to, to reach out to us on our Facebook page. Um, through Messenger, through Facebook, or through the email. Um, I am happy, we are happy to coach them, to help them, to get them involved. Or if they are not in Bridgeport, if they're in one of the other communities, they all have their own. Um, I know Clarksburg has one, their Facebook page, and I'm sure their coaches and their teams are, are ready to help them too. But um, sometimes it just takes um, reaching out. That's the first step. Um, I told our challengers, you already took the, first, the hardest step was, was reaching out. And so we're, we're waiting for you. We're happy to help you. Just, just reach out to us and we will be here. Well, you guys are awesome. Yeah. I certainly want to thank uh, the, the two of you uh, for what you're doing for uh, the Bridgeport community and, and beyond, because we know 
know that your efforts and the ideas you've come up with will, will extend beyond. And that's the whole idea. We talk about mm -hmm. uh, change your state, but we want to change our state, that being the state of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. and, and that, frankly, has been a long uh, range goal of he Healthy Harrison from day one. Uh, we were funded by several great sponsors. Uh, we were charged with coming up with ideas that would drive people to live healthier lifestyles. How do we take it to the people? And then how do we develop a template that we can take to people yeah. all over the state? And we're still convinced it could be done. And, and frankly, the two of you and your team uh, and your community is, is great evidence of that. So uh, thanks to Team Bridgeport um, and Healthy Bridgeport. Um, uh, thank you for what you're doing for leading the way with, with Healthy Harrison. And, and thank the two of you for, for being with us today. You did a great job and I, and I hope we can do this again. Get it, yeah. we'll, we'll need to do thank it. you for having us. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Hopefully we can yeah, come thanks. talk about our biggest loser and 10% takedown winners um, sometime in yeah. July. That'd be yes. great. Sounds good. Okay, I want to again um, mention our uh, our sponsors. Is like uh, WVU Medicine, United Hospital Center, West Virginia University, the State Journal, WVU or WVNews.com, and Interaction uh, Media. They've helped us uh, with funds and and are essentially sponsoring. Uh, the podcast that you just watched, the initial Healthy Harrison podcast. We'd also like to thank uh, everyone for joining us today. It's our goal, as we said, to change your state of mind, um, ultimately change the state of health in West Virginia. Uh, we thank all of our sponsors. Uh, a reminder that Healthy Harrison is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission. You can learn more about what all of these community teams are doing by going to healthyharrison.org. Uh, uh, but uh, the folks that have really helped us pull this off, um, uh, the North Central West Virginia, uh, the folks that are going to become a part of what's going on in North Central West Virginia, just need to visit one of the websites mentioned, the, one of the Facebook pages uh, mentioned. Uh, help is there for you. So uh, on behalf of uh, everyone at Healthy Harrison, certainly uh, Abby and uh, Krista and uh, co-host uh, Amy, uh, we'd like to all thank you for joining us. We thank the team at Interaction Media for helping pull this off. Producers for today, uh, Dylan Sheldon and Eric Tomlinson. Uh, I'm Gary Bowden and uh, I plan on doing this uh, every Friday at about 1230. Uh, we hope you'll be able to join us again because there's a lot of things we didn't get to today in that short, uh, what do we do, about 45 minutes. Um, I think there's a lot of more information uh, to share that will be helpful, and we're thankful for all the folks that have signed up so far, and uh, we don't think that you'll, uh, and, and again, I'll go back to Abby, who, who's been through this in a, in a personal way, and she mentioned that. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed by adopting a healthier lifestyle. Again, whatever that means to you, whether it's better nutrition, working out, learning how to relax better. There's so many ways, and, uh, and, and we hope you'll learn more as we go on. So we're going to sign off for today, the first Healthy Harrison podcast. Ladies, thank you. Amy, thank you. 
guests, visitors. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next Friday at 1230. Thanks.